You are listening to the Aligned and Alive podcast with Chrissy May, where we discuss the various aspects of spirituality and wellness. A place where you can find guidance and a space to explore your life's meaning and purpose, allowing you to become connected, aligned, and feeling fully alive. Welcome back, all you beautiful souls, to another episode of Aligned and Alive. I'm your host, Chrissy May, and today we are talking all about walking in your truth. If you have been listening to the past several episodes, not only solo with me, yet also with a lot of amazing guests that have come on, a lot has been around the subject of standing in your power, speaking your truth, living an authentic life. There's so much content on this podcast about that, and it relates to creating your reality and living the life of your dreams. This episode is to help you navigate through that. If you are not currently living an authentic life, like you really know deep within you, you feel it and you want a different life. This episode is for you. I'm going to give you tangible steps on what you can do right now today to start implementing these in order to start showing up in a life that aligns with your truth, with who you are at the core. And the good news is that you are the only one that can figure out where that is. That's the whole point. It's not looking outside of yourself. It's not seeking approval from somebody else. I mean, advice is one thing, but dictation from someone else, what they think you should be doing. This is all about tapping into your personal power and where your heart lies. I'm going to be guiding you along from that space. Walking in your truth typically refers to living authentically and being true to yourself. It involves embracing your beliefs, values, and individuality, and making choices that align with your genuine self, regardless of external pressures or expectations. When you walk in your truth, you honor your own thoughts, feelings, and aspirations. It often involves being honest with yourself and others, embracing your strengths and weaknesses, and being open about who you are. This authenticity can lead to a more fulfilling and satisfying life because you're finally living in alignment with your genuine self. It's a journey that requires self-awareness, courage, and self-acceptance. This might involve examining your beliefs, understanding your motivations, and making choices that resonate with your core values. Again, you're the only one that can put this package together and get clarity on what that looks like because it comes from within. It's not coming from an exterior source. It's all about you and tapping into that. What does your heart feel? That's a question I would always lead with. Where do you feel the most alive? When you're in an experience, that is the the most purest form of explanation, at least for me, when I'm experiencing something and I just feel alive, I feel a buzzing, I feel goosebumps all over my body. I just know I am in alignment with where I'm supposed to be. And so When you are in a situation, in an environment around certain people, 
use that as a test, you know, guide yourself with that, guide yourself with that pure feeling of from within of what does this feel like? How did this person make me feel? Did you leave ecstatic that you had that conversation or did you leave drained? That's just in parallel to another human being, or it's an environment. Maybe you found yourself in an area in the country or out of country that you really resonated with. Maybe you're being called to live there. So tapping into that inner knowing that inner feeling is really going to be your guidance point. It's your inner compass on what that is. And ultimately walking in your truth will absolutely bring you a sense of inner peace and deeper connection with yourself and those around you. So learning to walk in your truth is a transformative journey that involves self-discovery, self-acceptance, and authentic living. Here are a few steps and practices that can help you in your quest for walking in your truth. Number one, self-reflection. Spend time reflecting on those values, beliefs, and aspirations. What matters most to you? As I mentioned before, it's always a feeling that comes up and tapping into that and letting that really be your inner compass and guidance system. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses in areas where you want to grow? This involves complete and utter honesty with yourself. Don't kid yourself. We all know deep down where our strengths and weaknesses lie and what what those look like. I mean, I know mine, I know my strengths. I now know my weaknesses. And so I'm just doubling down on my strengths. I am focusing on that solely. And my world has completely changed and evolved so quickly, seemingly because of that. I no longer try to fix over here. Yes. I have a personal development and growth mindset. However, doubling and tripling down on my strengths and allowing those to really shine and lead me. That's just a great point of reflection, reflecting on the aspects, allow you to understand yourself better. And it's a process. It takes time, obviously picking up a journal and just start writing in that self-reflection mode will really help guide you explore your authenticity, embrace it by accepting yourself as you are. Understand that it's okay to have imperfections, quirks, and all these unique traits, because that's what makes you who you are. And that's the beauty of being your own unique body. You, there is no one like you, you are your own unique person, body, voice, personality, all these traits that make you, you, every cell in your body is unique to you. And that's where a lot of people who come to me will say, well, I can't be a coach now because there's so many coaches, or I can't do this because my industry is saturated. And it's, that couldn't be further from the truth. That is a false belief that you have taken on as truth. There is no one like you. So when you can embrace your authenticity, your uniqueness, that's your power. And just start honing in on that and growing yourself from the inside out. And you're going to shine in a totally different light than somebody else. And everyone is attracted to certain personalities. Just keep on focusing on you, what you have control over, which is your growth and your abundant way of being. And you will absolutely align with those that are seeking who you are. Identify your truth. Think about what feels genuine to you. 
Consider your passions, interests, and the things that make you feel most alive. Recognize your own voice and intuition amidst societal expectations or pressures. Another really important part in this whole process is something that I had to learn personally over many years. As many of you know, I am a former people pleaser and no more. It's the most freeing space to be in. I love it. <laughs> During this process, though, I had to learn to set boundaries. This is so vital in walking in your truth and speaking your truth. Learn to set boundaries that honor your needs and protect your authenticity. Boundaries can help maintain your emotional and mental well being and ensure that you're not compromising your values or beliefs for the sake of others. If you are in a situation where the individual is toxic in nature and has yet to commit to their own healing journey, here is a quick blueprint to set healthy boundaries. Recognize toxic behavior. This is obviously important. You want to identify the toxic behavior and the impact it has on you. This awareness is crucial in understanding why boundaries are even necessary in the first place if you are new to this process. And then begin to define your boundaries. Get clear on what behaviors and interactions are unacceptable or detrimental to your mental and emotional health. Be specific about what you will and won't tolerate. And then communicate it clearly. Assertively communicate your boundaries. You can use statements as, I feel uncomfortable when you speak to me that way. I need you to communicate respectively, or this will no longer be. Whatever that looks like for you, obviously use your own language and what feels best, but you can do it. This is the most important part. Do it in a loving manner, regardless of how angry or manipulative or overpowering the individual can sometimes be during this process. It's really important to stand your ground and set the tone, set the bar. This is what I will and will not accept. And then this is the most important part. Be firm and consistent. Once you've set those boundaries, you have to maintain them. This is so important, friends. If you do not maintain and be firm and consistent in what you just clearly communicated that you are uncomfortable with, or this is what you need, then you need to follow through. And this is the step that I find, at least myself in the past, had the hardest time with. I got to the point where I could have the courage to finally say, this is unacceptable and I won't accept this. That's one part of it. Then the biggest part is taking action on that, right? Like really setting that foundation and being firm with it and staying consistent. And if they do cross those boundaries again and again, then you have to make that next decision, which is more than likely, this is not going to be the right decision for us to stay together, whether it's a romantic situation, whether it's a business partnership, whether it's even a friendship. I mean, this has, this is not just romantic. This goes, this involves your entire life. Oftentimes it's family members that you need to have this boundary. You need to stay firm and consistent because family members oftentimes feel that they have a get out of jail free card, right? That they can just overextend themselves time and time again, and you will allow it because your family BS, I call BS on that one because that is unacceptable. Your personal standard has to raise to a level of this is who I am. I am an adult and I 
that I demand this respect. And if you can't meet me there and have a mutual exchange of respect, then there's not going to be a relationship. I know that sounds harsh to a lot of people. I usually find that those that feel that harshness are the ones that benefited from your lack of boundary. The minute you start aligning yourself with your truth, with who you are, and the other person or situation isn't in that same alignment, there's going to be conflict. There's going to be that uneasiness. There's going to be the constant push of what can I still get away with? And it's up to you to be firm and consistent. Consistency is the most crucial part of this entire process because toxic individuals will always test boundaries and see what they can get away with. Stand firm and enforce the limits that you've set. And then you might have to limit interaction. If possible, you limit your reactions with these individuals. They, they want that out of you. People will push and push and push to get a response. Stay firm and be quiet. Turn away. Don't engage. It is the best form of action you can take in situations like that, especially when dealing with narcissists. They crave the response. They yearn for it. That gives them fuel. They get a reaction from you. They love it. So stay calm, stay firm, disengage, walk away, and limit the interaction. It might involve spending less time with them or maintaining minimal contact to reduce their impact on your life. And of course, self-care. We all know about this. Everyone's talking about it. It's because it's true. Engage in self-care practices. If you do not have a self-care practice at this point in your life, I encourage you by all means, please get started. Take care of your mental and emotional well-being by practicing mindfulness, seeking support from loved ones who are healthy, engaging in healthy hobbies, or you just may need to seek professional help and that's okay. I think everyone at some point in their life should have a therapist, have some sort of counselor, whether it's a spiritual counselor, a mentor, somebody that can guide you through the process. We're not expected to do it all on our own. That's why community and connection and having relationships and deepening those relationships are paramount for a healthy, fruitful life, for a life that is abundant in all ways. When I say abundance, I don't always mean money. Think about that. Everyone thinks abundance and manifesting money is going to make all their worries go away. It's the complete opposite. You are going to multiply who you are when you have money. If you are a healthy, caring, amazing individual, and now you start coming into a lot of money, whether it's from you creating it or whether it was gifted to you, inherited, however that looks like, it's going to multiply who you are as a person. If you are a toxic individual and have never done the work, you have yet to heal and the anger is still inside of you. You think that money is going to, to cure it all? I'm sorry, friends. You're sorely mistaken. Do the work. Show up right now. Take care of yourself. Engage in activities that are going to heighten your life, that are going to feed your soul. And then you're going to evolve to a level like never before. Along the way, 
It's really important to recognize manipulation tactics that toxic individuals might use to breach your boundaries. That comes in forms of gaslighting, guilt tripping, or other forms of manipulation that can erode your resolve. Stay vigilant. Come back to self. Come back to the reason why you are doing this in the first place. It's so important. If you're noticing a pattern that people are not respecting your boundaries and they're just now using other means to try and get a rise out of you, then maybe it's time to completely distance yourself and remove yourself entirely from that person or situation or environment. This would be in severe cases where boundaries are repeatedly violated and the toxicity persists. Removing these individuals from your life will now create space for the healthy situations to come in. You can't have both. You can't have a life full of toxicity and expect a positive life. You have to begin to start delegating. You are the driver of your life. Start taking control of the wheel. Co-create a life with God. He wants the same for you. Start trusting the process. Start going into the unknown. Start making choices that are uncomfortable. Start becoming a better person yourself and you will start attracting better people and situations in your life. That is the quickest way to a healthy life. And remember, setting boundaries is all about taking care of yourself. It's not about changing the other person, but about controlling your own reactions and protecting your mental and emotional health. It may not be easy, but prioritizing your well-being is crucial when dealing with toxic individuals. All of what I'm speaking on is providing you with the framework to be able to walk in your truth. It may seem harsh to those who have had weak boundaries in the first place, and it should. If you are having a hard time establishing and holding firm to your boundaries, then my suggestion would be to connect with a facilitator that can help guide you along the path of your own healing journey. So you can learn how to show up for yourself and build self-confidence, which in turn will allow you to tap into your power so you can honor and respect yourself in moments where the toxic individuals try and overstep. Take it from me, a former lifelong people pleaser, former keyword. I know this setup all too well. My greatest accomplishment to date are not what others may think. It's the ability to honor, love, and respect myself so deeply that I no longer allow or entertain individuals who don't show up correctly. It's also important to practice communication with yourself and others. Expressing your thoughts and feelings openly while being considerate of others is an essential part of walking in your truth. Cultivate mindfulness to stay connected with the present moment. Practicing self-compassion by treating yourself with kindness and understanding, especially in moments of difficulty or vulnerability. And then take action. Act in alignment with your values. Make decisions that resonate with your authentic self. Taking steps, even the smallest of ones, that reflect your truth can build momentum and confidence in your journey. And of course, surround yourself with healthy support, people who accept you for who you are and support your journey towards authenticity. Having a supportive network will encourage and reinforce your commitment to walking 
in your truth. And of course, continuous learning and growth. Understand that the journey to authenticity is ongoing. You must always be learning. You must always be growing. So you are evolving to that next chapter in your life. Embrace change and adapt as you gain new insights and experiences. Remember, walking in your truth is a personal and unique journey. It's not a destination, but a way of living. It's about accepting and embracing who you truly are and allowing that authenticity to guide you in your decisions and actions throughout your life. So where are you at today? Where are you at right now in your life? I would encourage you to sit in reflection. Take some time this weekend and just sit in reflection and get to know yourself a little deeper. Ask yourself some important questions. Are you really happy? Are you seeking outside sources to create that happiness? That's one question I would really ask because if that's the case, it's never going to get there. There will always be a false sense of happiness when doing so. Happiness is an inside job. It's a choice. It's something that is in you. It's possible to be happy in really dark times. It's possible. I've been there. I've been happy and distraught pretty much at the same time, contrary to belief. I've been happy in moments because I've chosen that I'm grateful for the experience and I'm grateful for the opportunity to grow and evolve. Sounds crazy to some people, but that's when you are truly committed to the journey of growing and evolving in your life. Think about it. When you look at every situation that's presented to you, it's an opportunity to grow. It's an opportunity to learn more and specifically to learn more about yourself. That's the fun part. Then the, the hit doesn't become so brutal. You know, when something doesn't go your way, it doesn't, it doesn't take you down forever. It may push you back a little bit and that's okay. That's part of feeling the feeling and then getting back up and moving through it. This is where you build resilience. This is how you build grit. And those are traits and characteristics that will always bring you through any season of your life. And that's something that nobody can ever take away from you. If you would like to dive deeper, then please reach out to me. You can always visit christymay.com for more information on all my services. Coaching, I'm currently taking on one-on-one clients, uh, just a handful for the next six months. We are going into a new year. This is a great time. So many people, a lot of people want to make changes the new year. It's always a new year in my mind. It's never a matter of I'm going to start in January 1st. It's a matter of starting right now. So if you're, if you're called to start to create some major shifts in your life, if you are tired of being where you're at right now, then please connect with me. You can reach out uh, via christymay.com or you can connect with me on Instagram, which is at the Christy May. Send me a message and I'll be glad to have a conversation with you. Additionally, please join my private community. It's free. Did I mention? Free, 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 free. Yes, it's free, you guys. 480-637-2228. It is free. And as a token for those who join now until December 31st of the end of this year, I have a special gift for you. It's already prompted for you. All you need to do is click the link. It'll open up in your phone or your computer in your messaging app, and you just press send. That is all you have to do. 
Ah, and we are already now in November. What happened? <laughs> Gosh, every year I say the same thing. I already have my sweater, sweater weather, sweater weather, sweater weather. I have my camo sweater on for those of you that are watching this episode. And yes, I'm so excited for the next eight weeks. I love the holidays and I'm going to be heading back to Illinois where I'm from to spend quality time with family and my mama and what else? Yeah. And then just gearing up for next year. There's so many things coming up in January and February specifically. Uh, for those of you who've been asking, I have an official launch date for my book. It's January 11th, 2024, which is only two and a half months away. Holy moly. It is finally happening. January 11th, 2024, my book finally releases. So if you would like to actually get on a special list to receive the book at a discounted price, text that private community. This is where all this information is going to be available. It's 480-637-2228. And you'll get all the inside scoop. And I have some good inside scoop, so it's worth it. Make it a beautiful and prosperous day, friends. Much love.